you guys? Um, North Georgia. There's a, a place called, or a town called Helen, and it's up in the mountains, and there's all kinds of stuff to do. It's like a little, it's almost like a little Oktoberfest town, like Bavarian influence, that kind of thing. Um, but they have a lazy river that we do, like, most of the time when people come down to visit. It's amazing. A lazy river, wow. Yeah, you just, where, go ahead. Is that where Mount St. Helen is? That's what I, that's all I kept thinking was Mount St. Helen's. <laughs> Isn't that sure. a volcano? It's, it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. Exactly. That was, that was Washington. Was like, yeah. I was right. like, you guys are yes. going to a volcano. We got to get to the volcano. It's closed due to weather or whatever. You got to get the ring to the volcano. Hurry up. Yeah, that was the main reason that we were going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To deliver the one true ring. Mm-hmm. So. What does that mean? Are you I'm, joking? I'm, jo- I'm joking. Okay. You looked at me like so. Yeah. You, you actually <laughs> was ready played to kill off. Him. You played that off very seriously, even after you made the joke. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. I do that from time to time. Yeah. What's up, guys? Dude, I'm you not ready. here again. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. We... <laughs> uh, He's a why staple. the fuck do you keep joining us? Like, He's a 2v1 who, who staple now. Him? Yeah. Like, who invites him? Yeah. Who invited you, Cody? Uh, You did. Mm, I don't know that I did. I think I did. Alex did. Okay. I think I, think I, think I, I would fault here. Just kidding. Uh, Once well, again, <laughs> you messed me up. Yeah. Uh, That's why I stopped talking. We're recording at a weird time, so this one's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, I just never mind. Never mind. You want to argue? You no, want to or no. not complain about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I'm not rehashing that. This is the two v one podcast. Typically, each week I'm joined by uh, um Nick. <laughs> Typically, each week I'm joined by Josh and Alex. But once again, we are joined by our good friend Cody, who has now been on. Many times. Like five times, I feel like. Like five, five maybe six. six. Maybe seven? I don't know. Five, that would be the, that, that's the only, that's the total number you're allowed to be on, Cody. So, yeah, you're uh, running up. Okay. You're yeah. cut off at seven? Yeah, that's it. Times seven. That's okay with me. 49 times <laughs> total. <laughs> Math cast. Yeah. What uh, episode are we on? We, this is 121. Huh. Remember when we used to do episode numbers and introductions? And Remember weird... when we recorded introductions? Yeah, yeah on that, our was, that was good. Yes. Yeah. I kind of hated doing that. I didn't. I don't I know. Like I, I, like, was... I liked my Hotline Miami one. That was my favorite. Thing. I just, I yeah. didn't like it. it was, it was <laughs> so, sometimes, you did a really good one, though, too, Josh. Like, Which one? one? One of them made me laugh real hard because you, um, you messed with the intro track. You like rever- I used to do you that. like reversed it. Yeah. And it cracked me the hell up when Which... it came on, like, because I didn't hear it, obviously. Yeah, what do you... I no idea what it. number it was. Well, it's got to be an early one, obviously. It would be an earlier one, because... Yeah, Fans, but, figure it out. Yes. Yeah. It would, it would be easy to figure out, because once you found the one that I did, you could just do every three episodes. Yeah, right. And, that, just, and just find it that way. Right, we took turns, yeah. So, um... I'm going to do that. When did you take the responsibility? <sighs> How long ago? I A think whenever ago. we re-upped for the year. It was, it, it was, was probably... It, I thought it was, was before It was that. probably, like, episode... Probably. Like, 60-ish. I think is when I was always doing the editing. That's stuff. when I stopped editing at sixty-ish, because I was editing for. That's right, you too. were doing it too. Yeah. Wow. Who cares? Yeah. We're really getting into it now. But um. <laughs> wow. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I I just came, became painfully aware of it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, yeah. This is a video game show. Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it? <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the it, time, it's yeah. about video games. Kind of. You got. You want to talk about video games? Yeah. yeah. Not specifically. Not specifically. No. You're not excited about anything. No. Nothing. No. Wow. Well, I'm pretty. I'm pretty I'm, jazzed am, about. I was going to say right I'm now. pretty pretty excited for uh for Battlegrounds and maybe playing some more of that okay. at some point. Sure. Let's 
let's start there because that game makes me smile. Yeah, it's real. It just makes me smile. Real funny. Um, tell us about Battlegrounds. What I don't know. I, Alex and Cody, I don't know if you've heard of this. Nope. Uh, nope. It's a. It's taking the internet by storm. It sort of. It sort of like blew up in the last. It was like a week ago, I think, or two weeks that it came out. Um, Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. That's the, the official, official name. title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is an early access game on PC. It is a 100 player single map survival like shooter deathmatch so, yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't even know. And Player Unknown is a person. It's a person. Who <laughs> created the idea of these. What did he start it with? A Daisy like Daisy, or something yeah, like think. that. He he started. Yeah. He was a modder who created these sort of these sort of battle royale games, and this is the one that he then created on his own. I think. I believe so, but not on not all by himself. No, but like his his yeah. general idea for the that's game. why that's why there is the qualifier player unknowns possessive, which is so fucking annoying. Yeah, I hate I, saying it. Just hearing it is hurting my ears. Yeah, it's stupid, <laughs> and. Like you just call it battlegrounds. Going just down battle the road, it's just, just battlegrounds. Battle going forward, it is just battlegrounds. I don't think anybody's going to confuse it with anything else because that is such a basic name. Let's call that it. I don't know that any other game has been called battlegrounds. Like there's just that's that. been those have been like sub names, subtitles. Sure, yeah, probably. exactly. Yeah, but so anyway, we could call it pub. Pub. Yeah, you're Player sure. Pub. pub. I was playing pub. pub. I don't know that I like. I don't. It. Like I hate it. Disregard that. Veto. Just fine. Just resounding. Fuck that. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta throw out ideas, and if they don't, they don't. They catch don't, on. They don't catch on. Right. And we'll we'll keep going. Yeah. So it's a, like I said, a hundred total players all at once in a single game. It's a set map. It's always the same map. One map in the entire game, and basically you drop in on an airplane. You pick to where to drop in on the map whenever you want. You pull out a parachute, you land, and you scrounge for weapons, armor, whatever, mm -hmm. and you just try and survive. <laughs> and I think the best thing about the game is watching the player count go down. Yeah, so you always yeah, are that aware. Would be cool. Yeah, you always are aware of how many people are left up in the corner, and then it's telling you down like a typical shooter game. It'll yeah. say like so and so died, and and, and this map is pretty. It's big fucking big it's real big so what prevents you then from just camping in one corner so i think i've the, heard and seen some I mean, things with this game well because it just blew up recently cody so like yeah. it people i'm sure it's all over like every streamer or youtuber or whatever you watch or any games press basically because speaking of which you can find us streaming on tv1 podcast right we, we recorded a video it'll be on tv1podcast.com whenever this episode posts but um yeah so like you would think, oh, here's this big map, here's 100 players. The map is enormous, even for only 100 players. So in order to keep things going, it limits the area that you can be in. So, like, you'll land, and you have no idea where to go. You just drop out of the plane whenever you want to drop out as it flies over the map. While watching everyone else while, drop while out. While seeing all these people fly out of the, out of the plane. It's very funny. But you land... You kind of just get on the ground, start figuring out where you are, and then all of a sudden you need to get to this point on the map. And it's this circle, it's this big white circle on the map, and you must be within that white circle after a certain point, or so you'll die. It's like a, just a specific area, yeah. not like one small point. It's a pretty large it's, area. It, it, and then it continually shrinks. Yes. It's yeah. like uh, in Hunger Games, 
It where yes, there are there's natural things that just slowly press you towards the center to end the game. Right. Right. So Josh mentioned earlier Battle Royale, which maybe you have seen, maybe you have never even heard of, which is an old Japanese movie where a bunch of teens get thrown into the situation where they must survive by any means necessary. And it's quite violent. Mm-hmm. And it's actually pretty good. We watched that, you and I. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It I'll was, take your word for it. It was cool. Um, so is it old? It sounds like a spiritual predecessor to Hunger Games. It's Almost. old. Oh, yeah, it totally. Uh, okay. Battle Royale was probably like 90s. And I want to say there was a remade one, too. Definitely. In the, in the it early definite, 2000s. So. I w- almost am certain it was yeah. remade. And then, and then you know, the whole teen, young adult novel, like science fiction thing of Hunger Games and whatever really adopted that stuff. Yeah. I've mm. never seen the Hunger Games. Me either. Okay. <laughs> I've never only read seen the either. first one. <laughs> yeah. It I've, was seen, I've seen a minute or two. Of one of them? I know nothing about that. I know the it's, franchise? Guess what? It's Battlegrounds. Okay. <laughs> sort of. That's what it sounds like. Uh, so except in Battlegrounds, it's just an electric fence that slowly, yeah, it just slowly moves in. It's just constricting everything. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it so and that's really, really smart. So it forces everybody to a point and as it continually shrinks and shrinks and it starts to get really intense. Everybody is only there's that area that the people are in is so small that you're almost certainly going to run into somebody and you die quick. Like, and to be is... clear, you're killing each other, right? Yeah, yes, okay. yes. It's all it's a free for all. Or okay. you can go in as a as a crew. You can go in as a crew, but you eventually have to kill each other. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which that's which awesome. is amazing. Yeah. That that's really cool. Oh, I, I, I love think... that aspect. Yeah, they, yes. they, and like when do you do that? You know, like when do you immediately or, yeah. or at the very end uh, or what? They they pace out the the fence really well too because you still have plenty of time to scrounge for weapons it's not like immediately you have to get to that circle in the early game in the early once it once it starts to get very narrow that electric fence starts to shrink very quick and you you have to keep moving so it it creates not only that tension like i have to be at this place i can't just hole up and wait and be a camper you know then there's also this just uneasiness of like where is everybody else you know like you hear gunshots in the distance so they come in towards me or they go away like it really gets your mind racing to like which way do i go next do i camp here do i go to that building is there a person in this building and should i never even go in it is that car (laughs) on the side of the road a trap that somebody's watching yes like it's really good at tension like the it is it is incredibly tense like the the first game I played before we recorded, right after I survived, like both games under fifty for your first one, I think under thir- I was in the twenties. Okay, and then in the in the one that we recorded, I was up to twenty something. And then the first one I played, I died immediately. Josh died a, like very <laughs> early in a bunch of them, but it was just. I'm excited to watch this, by the way. I'm, I'm getting excited about it, dude. It it is really cool. Like it it's just such a, and and that's where it kind of like. You can look at it, you can watch somebody play it, and you kind of get that tension. And obviously, like, you and I were freaking out because, like, I ended up killing people, which was great. Like, you, getting a getting a f- three kills or that something, was good. That was which impressive. was really exciting because, like I said, you die very quick. So, like, one or two shots, you're basically dead. You know, yeah. like, you have to... You have to bandage yourself with med kits and bandages and whatever, and it takes time to apply them, so it's not instant health. It's it's like that classic survival game stuff, only it's adversarial, and everybody's shooting you from 
every angle and whatever. And and you know your tensions are running high whenever you're whispering to each other when you're sitting right <laughs> like, next to each nobody other. Nobody can hear us talking. <laughs> and, and here we are whispering. Yeah. And what what did I say whenever you killed that second guy? Like, this is really, like, almost unnerving, the game itself. It really is, because that's where I was going to say, like, after that first game, I was, like, real tense. Like, I was shaking. And I it, and it's just because you don't know what's coming, or you never know what's around the corner. Or, like, oh, you have to run across this open field. I hope nobody sees me, because I'm a sitting duck. Like, I can't hide anywhere, can't do mm-hmm. anything. And when that first shot comes near you... Yeah, you're like, oh, oh fuck. man, you're tent... Yeah. <laughs> Like, you can, yeah. you can hear it whiz by you, or you can see it hit the ground. Yeah. yeah. The and then you know, you, you start looking. You don't know, do I look for him? Do I jump around? Yeah. Yeah, the sound is great. Like, it's definitely one of those games that you would want to play with headphones or or something, because you want to hear where that gunshot is coming from. It would give you an advantage, from. too, to people yeah. who don't. Yeah, Hell, it's a total I even advantage. felt that way about, you know, regular shooters like Halo and whatnot. Yeah, well... Yeah, even even like Call of Duty and whatever, all yep. that stuff started really taking advantage of that stuff over over the years, and like it's key in in battlegrounds. Like um, the the first game I played, the one we didn't record, I definitely expected to die immediately. But like the first building I got to, it was like the door was open. Somebody had been here before. I was real nervous. We creeped around the building. Doors but are very important. Doors are important. They're, but they're not because somebody could just close them. So who knows if but you're they were all, ever you're actually You're always, there. at least I'm always you're, thinking. You're thinking, like, okay, oh, those doors are open. Somebody's been in somebody's there. Somebody's been here. Are they yeah, still definitely. In there? Like, if, yeah. whereas, no, I guess, I guess it's more of a red flag if it's open. Like, you play. They're, they're not open by default. Right. right, right, and and you play a lot of head games with yourself. Like, yeah. what what the fuck is going on in this little localized place with all these other players out in the wilderness that I don't know or where they are? I'm rewinding to your first kill. Yeah, it was and great. It was so good. It was really great. So like, I get into this house. It's been picked over for the most part. Yeah, and I happen to have a pistol, which is awesome. Was all you had. So I'm in this house. It's been picked over. I don't know what to do because I'm paralyzed by fear and. <laughs> A car pulls up. We hear a car pull up outside, and we're like, oh, shit. So we look out the window. We see this car, and I just wait because we don't know where they went. And you have to assume, like, I closed the door so it didn't look like it had been picked over. You have to assume they're maybe going to come into my place. Like, they're going to come look in this house or whatever. And I just waited right in front of this door. They popped open the door, and I just killed them. And it was so satisfying because they had... All this shit. They had so they had, many weapons. They had armor, like, to- as many weapons as they could have, like, all this stuff, and I just got it all for free. I didn't do anything. I just hid. <laughs> and it makes it, like, it's so satisfying think of it from their angle, too. Like, that, so person, that person yeah. sitting oh, on the other gosh. side of the internet. <laughs> you know me. Is, I'm a sadist when it comes to video games. That's the best part, is knowing how mad you just made that person. Yeah, right. Like, and, but... <laughs> And so, like, I think that's the fun of this game, though, yeah. is, like, going in knowing one life, it's this big fucking open thing that is has all these variables happening, and who knows what I'm going to get. Josh died within the first ten seconds of a game. By a punch to the head. Yeah, he got headshotted by a punch, is what it said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, well. It was it was great. But, like, that, that openness is really well done, and, and it's just... The tension. The tension is what is really fascinating about We never game. even mentioned the whole other aspect of uh, map survival either, and, like, not being able to camp. Well, no, we did We did talk about that. The bombs? 
Oh, there's that too. Yeah, so there's bombs. <laughs> there are bombs. In addition to the certain... fence, that's another deterrent for camping. Yes. Well, kind so of. kind of because yeah. the bombs are random. Yes. So like you could be in the white circle, the safe area that you should be in, and the game could just choose to start dropping bombs somewhere within that white circle. Or it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere on the map essentially. And if you're indoors, it's fine. There's no like destructible environments. Can you imagine that? Like with a frostbite engine. Yeah, or something? like that would be yeah. really cool. But like, yeah, it, there's there's that happen. There's that chance of happening where like you could be running out in the middle of nowhere, and then oh shit, this is an airstrike zone. Mm-hmm. Like just one other level of look out for this stuff. Now that I think moving. of it, I didn't notice. Are are those bombs always going to drop at least somewhere in the circle? Yeah, somewhere within. Or, okay, it's so not that... it's not just a big like immediate carpet bomb. But no, what I mean is they're not going to drop outside of the electrical zone, the electricity. Well, no, Will because they... nobody could be out there. They'd be Okay, dead. that's what yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, like okay. that as that electrical fence moves in and closes in on the white circle you can't withstand that it just kills you Mm -hmm. i think you might be able to like get hit by it and keep running but if you're there and like you're gonna if you're just standing still it'll kill you like you can't run by it yeah yeah i love it it's really cool it is really really cool and it like i said it's only on pc right now but there is like significant talk that it's probably going to come to consoles. It sounds like they're sitting on a gold mine, and they would be insane yes. not to. Yes, because that's the next thing. This this sold very well immediately. Yeah. It sold like a million copies within the first 24 hours or I, something I haven't ridiculous. even seen it, and you guys are making me want to buy it just it's, hearing about it. Yeah, so. it's it's super cool. It's, so I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the naming convention. I feel like I mean, it might not have helped the sales. I bet a lot of people knew his name. And if someone just saw right. a game called Battlegrounds... You're yeah. right. That's a good point. Because this does come out of this, you know, Community. sect of yeah. PC gaming specifically that no one ever talks about. Like, Daisy, all those survival There's games. There's another Ark, one I can't think of. Like, like Daisy, and it's killing H1Z1. Me. That's it. Thank you. Which might be on a console. I've never PS4. confirmed that. It's on PS4? If not, it's on the uh, way. I, I don't think. know. There, there's a lot of these games that are still technically, I think, in early access <laughs> that have All these games huge communities, yeah. huge dedicated fan bases, and that's where Player Unknown comes from. So that almost certainly contributed to those really early sales. But knowing that, Sony and Microsoft have to be thinking like, mm-hmm. especially Microsoft, who has been getting into the early access preview stuff. Mm-hmm. Ark is big on Xbox, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sony still and hasn't implemented that, huh? Ark is on PS4 now. Oh, it is. Yeah. But, but it's they not, don't they don't have that program. It's not differentiated like a preview access right. sort of game. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know how they do it, but it is on PS4 now. Um but yeah, that that's a whole untapped thing. It sold so fast on PC, like some one of the console people teams have to be looking at that and like, how do we get this working? Right. So, yeah. Nintendo's going to add it to the Switch. Nintendo, it's going to be on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. It's that's a whole funny thing to think of too. That like it never really crosses your mind these niche communities that play these just one game games. I mean, we've, we we and I know we none of us play MOBAs. Well, it's not even just MOBAs. Like, uh, <laughs> well, that's an example. And I think we've mentioned like World of Tanks. It's a huge game. Yeah, the free, that game is fucking huge. another free to play yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. and like Ark again. Ark is huge. Free. 
Like all these right. just niche games that you don't even think about that people are obsessed with. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I know you guys talked about it before, but there's like a community that got built around Journey, which <laughs> sure, how does yeah. that happen? Yeah, yeah how does but, that and, happen? And I loved it, and I I played it once, and you know maybe I would play it again. But you have people like you're saying, Yodi, that's just what they do over and over, and help guide people through and whatnot. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I'm excited to have taken the dive on it because like I I was really not super interested because early access makes me nervous. Like there are game I have Ark. I bought Ark how long ago? The dinosaur survival thing. It's still in early access. But and what's it that had mean? Been, it had it is not complete. They we do you remember we talked about the this? DLC. They, they released yeah, they released a separate game. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't fix all this shit that is wrong with it, which is the point of early access and it is still under that banner you know it's not there's problems with it that have never been fixed and they don't need to because it's it's under that early access thing yeah i just don't understand why you're worried about it though like daisy has been in early access for like five years but but if it plays well and people love it it's a fun to play and you enjoy that's the thing i don't i don't know that it it eventually gets to a point where people are like fuck all these bugs like why aren't you fixing this shit like that that's frustrating and Early access always has that, you know, you know that going in, mm-hmm. right? But, and it's a lower price. Battlegrounds was $30. Like, not nothing, but still something to be like, mm, do I want to do that? Do I want to buy into this or whatever? Yes, but, you do. You but do. I'm glad yeah. I did. I mean, even even if I never play it again, our our couple games that we played were amazing. You already like, got that, your money's worth. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. so fun. And I'm definitely going to play more of it. So, I want to play more right after. Yeah, like, I, yeah, right. I didn't. I didn't even get to kill anyone. You did yeah. not get to shoot a gun. I didn't get to shoot a gun. Yeah, <laughs> and I played three times. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, the second was a crash. So yeah, the game. A I, I, so great example. It's in early access. The game just crashed. Just crashed to my desktop for no reason. But I mean, other than that, though, it it, it plays feels okay. okay. It's fine. It's, yeah, the and the fact that it's handling a hundred people. Stably I, for the most actually, part. Actually, I wanted to ask that. So there's a hundred people. What's it look like? It's not the best looking game, but it's actually like it's better. It's, okay. it's better than you would expect. It gets bonus yeah, okay. points for having a hundred people, probably. Yeah, like I mean, the the textures aren't super high resolution, but you have to you have to think it's connecting to these hundred people. They're hosting these servers themselves, and it's a huge map. Like there's a lot of stuff there. Like yep. there's. Mm-hmm. Vehicles, hundred players, huge map, lots of um, buildings and stuff too. It's not like a barren wasteland. <laughs> yeah, and random so, item population. And random item population. So yeah, like you you have to think about all that stuff, and it looks pretty good for that. For the, but just thinking of it in terms of just graphical fidelity, it, it looks like a last. It's game. like a last gen game. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but which is still fine for what it is. Yeah, you know, you're not playing battlegrounds for for uh, visuals. Yeah. No, yeah. no, for no 4K resolution. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, uh, let's I, stop talking about Battlegrounds. I, th- I say we just stop the podcast and go play Battlegrounds. Okay, yeah, let's, uh, it's over. It's been good, guys. Cody, thanks we'll, for joining we'll us. We'll play Mario yeah. Kart. That I can contribute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, have yes. all of us here played Prey? Yeah, that's actually probably the biggest thing we should talk about. Yeah. Did you guys so finish we... it? No. Couldn't figure out how. Interesting. Really? Okay, I didn't, be fair, I didn't either. I didn't either. We were very 
very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, okay. we couldn't figure out where to go at one point, and we were Do like, you "Remember okay, I'm where done. you stopped?" Okay, wait. Before okay, Prey is Thanks, available <laughs> to play right now on Xbox and PS4, not PC. Very frustrating, but the PC version is probably coming in as a hot mess. That's why Prey. Has a one hour available it to play is called demo. The it is, one hour demo. It's called and, and the one hour demo. And you can save and load, which is amazing. Yeah, that I thought that was it, weird too. We, we you're just that. downloading the full game that just cuts you but off. But this is much. um this is from Arcane. They did you know Dishonored and other things, but um I, really just Dishonored. Like they did stuff in the past, but lately, Dishonored is lately they're thing. known for Dishonored. Yeah. But um yeah, so Prey is an unfortunate like. Where are you going? With name, this? name. Okay. Uh, what's the? What is the word? I'm. Looking I don't. For? I don't know. Because what you're because there to say. was the game on Xbox 360 called Prey, and this is it a was, spiritual successor. But to it's the game. not. It it is has nothing to do with that. It has nothing. It's just called Prey. Okay. They just okay. Bethesda just got the rights to that name and used it for some reason. Like I don't really know why it's called that, but. So whatever. Well, this, you you can play that right now, even as this episode posts. The game doesn't come out until May fifth. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it, this game started as Prey Two. It was, but this it but was did, Prey Two. From what I've heard, we didn't see any of that. Prey Two was shown to some press. It wasn't this at all. This is something totally different. I don't know how this game came to be. So I don't either. It, it just it that. just happens to share a name with a game that is old. Share and, a name with the game. Yeah. Share a name with a game, and that seriously what, doesn't matter. Tell me what you guys think about Prey, because I have almost a lack of things to say. Like, Yeah, well, we so have just, things to say. Uh, first yeah. of all, Yodi made me laugh, because I was playing a couple things before, so I passed off the controller, and I said, here, you start Prey for us. And the first thing that he did and said, Josh, you'll appreciate this especially, he just looked down and said, all right, well, you can see your legs. So that was. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I thought Josh is going to love this. Yeah, yeah. And Yodi was like, "Yeah, this would be a huge failure if you couldn't." So at least you can see your legs. That's. I didn't know this was my thing. These you were brought it up quite a few times. Yeah, a while for yeah, the listeners, that's a, a running two v one joke. Uh, it's also only because of Halo. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked. I don't about understand it. why games don't do that. We talked about it in like Dead Island and De Dying Light and stuff. I don't know. And we we had some pretty lengthy discussions. But these these were the notes I have written down were just like the initial immediate reactions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the music was. I really hated. Cool. It. I have something to say. I hated. I turned it off immediately. It was too loud during gameplay. In the it was good. I get, I get what you say, or I know where you're going with the beginning, where I liked it too. Yes. I thought it was cool. Yes. It fucking would come on like, oh, something's happening. Yep. Yep. Every, every 30 it, Yodi seconds. Yodi kept saying the same thing. He was like, oh my god, I feel like there's something chasing me. All I was saying is I loved it in the beginning. It was like real heavy 80s synthy Blade yeah. Runner. It sounded like Stranger Things, actually. And sure, then yeah. it needed to stop. It, it, yeah, it was super repetitive too. Yeah, oh my gosh, it happened constantly. It was so loud too. Hey, this is an example where turning off the music makes sense. Yeah, this is one time outside with you, Simon, because yeah. it yeah. it was intense. And but it was also like, oh, as soon as something pops up, or, or as soon as that music pops up, oh, I need to look for one of those stupid fucking shadow things, mm -hmm. and oh, maybe there isn't one around. Oh, yeah. okay. So what am I on on like edge for? Did you, you know? did you realize though that those 
mimics could be other items? Obviously, okay. yes. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Okay. If um, this is a, I feel stupid saying this, on a demo, minor spoiler, skip oh, 30 seconds. Oh, go- oh God. Yeah, but I, I, like, I did like this. Oh. I totally did not see the part about your apartment being an illusion. And I, I didn't actually, see that either. When I busted that glass, I thought that was sweet as hell. I sort of had my mind blown for a second there. I feel like it was a little lost on me because while I didn't expect that to happen, leading up, leading up to this game coming out, they, they kind of did that Groundhog Day thing. That's how it was announced, like showing you redoing stuff mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. and over and over. And I had that in my head, and I was like, okay... As soon as I woke back up in my room, I was like, well, something's, something's not right here. Yeah, I and was then, very interested at that part, because well, it was the same date. And, yeah, well, there was something that happened, because uh, I'm an idiot when I play video games. As soon as lamp? we started, I picked this up this great. lamp, and I was like, I'm going to bring this thing with me through the whole game. <laughs> Again, we were drunk. and It's like <laughs> Noam Chomsky in, yeah, in Half-Life. Yes, I said that to him. Yeah. yeah. So we got to the helicopter, and it's like, all right, it's not going to let me take it. So I threw it on the ground, got in the helicopter. We went through the whole load sequence of seeing the name on the on which the we bridge. hated, by the way. Hated I that. hated that. Oh, I man, we had hated the same that. We actually Why? hated that. Was that was so fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, you know, just look out the window. Arcane Studios presents. Oh, that's cool. Once and then, oh, here's the title Pray. of the game that maybe you're not even fucking looking at. Yeah. Like, what? What? That was really stupid. That was really weird. Yeah. I thought that was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. kind of well, like Why? <laughs> the thing that was weird... Different? I don't know. No. Um, the thing that was weird is that when you got off the helicopter again, the lamp was there again. In the same spot. And, and I initially criticized it. I was like, oh my god, it's like shitty reused code. It's the same rooftop, just whatever. Like, I just thought it was really lazy. And then yeah. after we realized you didn't go anywhere, you're in a helicopter and it's like a, you know, a, a simulation. That's pretty interesting. That's yes. really cool, actually. That's yeah. actually yeah. really cool. So we went from being like, this is bullshit to, wow, that's awesome. So I thought that was cool. The the, fir- the the thing I kept thinking about with this specifically, and this is totally in the vein of, like, Dishonored, Deus Ex, Thief, all that shit. I kept thinking more along the lines of Deus Ex and the recent ones where... Human Revolution and Mankind Divided kind of had, like, these localized areas that you came back to, and you could sort of, like, you could, as you leveled up, you could access different parts of them, like a Metroid game, and that is totally what this is going for. Like, did you notice how there would be blocked off areas, like, with, you need very high strength to get yep. through and move? Yep. It, it made me think so much of Deus Ex specifically, and I think that's where... I kept thinking, like, I don't know that I want to do this. Like, I don't I don't know that I want to do this game. For you, especially because you just did something like that so recently. I just played Deus Ex Mankind Divided last year, yep. and I just played Dishonored 2 a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So that that's where this is so similar to those things that I don't know that I feel like doing it, like performing any of that again, Yeah, you know? The first thing I thought when I was done with the hour or wherever it cut you off at the end was it it's not doing anything new really i don't think there's not nothing nothing new really happening here however it's taking a couple of games that i like and kind of molding them into one yeah so like you I said agree like with a, that 
like uh like Dishonored 2 is one of my favorite games last year. It feels very much like Dishonored 2. And like you said, Deus Ex, you got the exploring, the picking around, the um even the you can you can craft stuff. So, yeah, so it even like there was that a big system. focus on crafting. And then it's yeah. kind of like a Bioshocky feel. I, as well. I was gonna say it's straight Bioshock to me. Visually, I think in our the, like art direction wise, Bioshock all the way. Even though absolutely. it's a science like all yeah. even though it's like a in space sci fi game, it's totally the most Bioshock of all of these. Yet. And and mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, that's actually the only reason I can't say I'm not gonna play it is because for some reason I'm so interested to see what happens and what I'm going to see in the game and the story. But like the actual gameplay itself was very lackluster. Like the glue I gun, thought it felt like crap. Like I can't we we both Yodi and I both commented Oh, you just like shoot these things to slow them down, and then you still beat them with the wrench. Like it, I don't know. It was just kind of lame. You're gonna get more weapons, yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I got, got a shotgun and a silenced I pistol. Found, I found we did shot, get, we got both of those. We did find those. Yeah, and and, and the glue gun or whatever. It's that's called. what they're talking about. Because you can't, oh, miss, that you can't thing. miss that. Yeah, but like the, and there's gonna be more enemies and whatever. But like, I I thought in general, just all of that felt like garbage like i thought i thought the melee felt wrong like i felt like i was it missing all weird. the time yeah. and the shooting felt i felt like i was missing all the time and it's just like i don't know and did you did you guys notice it might have just been me but anytime you were like swinging your wrench or you saw an enemy your screen like kind of turned a different color i didn't notice that like it, it was i don't know if it was a different color but it's almost like you were focusing differently I did. I didn't notice no? that at all. Okay, actually. it might have yeah. just been me then. Yeah, I, I really like. Well, I both like and don't like the mimic stuff. Like, it's a fun idea. I love it's the idea, I- but holy shit, there were so many of them. It was really irritating. It's a fun idea. I don't want to fucking be dealing with those little things all the time. Like that. That got annoying in an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to do that after less than an hour of gameplay. Like I. I witnessed them transform into a thing. Like, I happened to see it in out of the corner of my eye. I saw this little... I don't know what it was. Like, it was a little, like, gas canister or something. It, like, slid in through a door in, in like, off in my peripheral vision. I was like, what? And, and I, knew, I knew it was one of them. And I ran up to it and looked at it and then watched it pop out of it. And I was like, that kind of just broke the whole thing for me because I just happened to see them interact with the environment and i knew it was there so like why would you even bother mimicking anything like and you know it's it was in my view it was in my the player's view it shouldn't do that you know at some point too there's going to be a room in this game where you're just going to get overwhelmed by those little things yeah yeah like i i I don't want to fight them like i i immediately didn't like the combat and i immediately don't like the enemy like the the idea of the enemy is great is cool i guess yeah. like and, and the fact and and who knows how they ever explain them i'm sure they don't because there's probably a prey too in like in the early stages right now that they're, they're, they're already taking pre-orders yeah and <laughs> they're already taking pre-orders yeah get your uh downloadable exclusive gun that your customized know, does, blue gun does something but i frankly had a very negative early impression i would say this. overall we'd agree with that yeah, I, overall negative. Yeah, in that it, demo, solidified with absolute certainty <laughs> that I wouldn't play it. <laughs> yeah, like, go. like I'm I'm interested enough in 
even though I just said I don't want to do it, I, I still have a pull to those open-ended experiences. Like, do you stealth your way around this area? Do you kill everything? Are do you, you looting everything? The, do you use the environment to your advantage? Do you craft stuff? Do you loot everything in order to craft stuff? Like, I really do like that. And I also want to know... I'm, I sort of want to know what's happening in the story, but Arcane in terms of Dishonored, has not proved themselves to me in terms of good story. Dishonored 1? No. Dishonored 2? No. <laughs> so so why is this going to be any better other than it being science fiction, which is more interesting to me in the first place? So, like, I don't know. It's 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 not off to a good start. No. And, and, it, it, and yeah. it, never, it never was for me. Like, I, if you recall, I was... I've been wary of this game. Like, and I, and, I was and, hyped for some reason. I like, yeah. and, and I still am not totally turned off. It's just, I, to use your words, it's not off to a good start. No, it so. it really isn't. And I'm not, I'm not writing off playing it. But man, I just, I was forcing myself through an hour long demo, <laughs> and I and I only forced myself to quit because in in the in case I want to play it, I didn't want to like see everything you know i just wanted to see a little bit and totally stop it'll be one of the games that uh you'll pick up on a steam sale a couple Prob- months after probably after releases yeah probably i i actually found the whole like everything very i was fumbling my way around the whole thing like um yeah when, whenever you go to read terminals and emails and that stuff, was weird why the why the fuck would you weird. do that in like the real-time first person like move into that screen and make it like a normal menu like I, d- it was very weird how you had to like move your actual camera. And around. we didn't even screw with that. We were like, we're not reading it. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It, that drove me crazy. Yeah. Because like, that's how I play those games. I want to read everything I can, or like try and figure out everything I can. And like, in Deus Ex, it just zooms you into the computer, and it's a menu. In most it's games, just a menu. And it's really nice. It's snappy and it's quick. But that's now you have to actually like, should be. yeah, you have to move your reticle around and actually pinpoint the exact thing you want to select and maybe you missed it and then like what are you doing kill me <laughs> yeah pray yeah pray. i think i think we spent enough time on it we, we spent enough time on yeah. a demo yeah what what else is going on in the video game world the Wait, video game world my <laughs> my, world my other game i was hyping for yeah did so you li- get do you get it yes it came out little nightmares um, oh, you did? Yes, and and we started it again. It sounds very good. very drunk. I <laughs> so, I, I still can't get over that you're playing this game with so many other games. You well, finished. so um, first of all, I will say we might have played fifteen twenty minutes of it, um, and it is legitimately hazy for me. But we both agreed it looked really really cool. So these are the same yeah. people that made Little Big Planet. And then, as we were also talking about on a previous really? episode, um, it's it's like inside. So it's basically like an inside experience, except it looks and feels more like Little Big Planet. And those yeah, are two it's very really good getting things. it's really getting compared a lot to Inside. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that right off the bat, like the way you manipulate things in the environment and everything. But um, I, I literally just wanted to say, yes, I got it. Yes, I started it. Yes, it's interesting. You'll be hearing me talk about that more next week because we, we were busy playing Mario Party 4 last night. 
Nice. So, Mario Party yeah. 4. Yeah. That, that's our thing. Is um, the, the GameCube ones are great. Oh, they're so amazing. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, was Yoda, Yoda beat me. I was disappointed. There was one on Wii. I do not believe there was no, a Wii No, there was one, one for Wii U. It was, there was a Wii U one? It was received very poorly. Uh, it was like 9 or 10 or something. Oh, wait. I did know that. I never you played had, it. You had to have nunchucks for it, right? Probably. Yeah, probably. Mm, I don't know. I don't... I don't think you I, did, if I remember correctly. I just I remember, know... I remember at one... Oh, go ahead. So I remember at one point I mentioned, I think to you, years ago, that I couldn't believe the Wii U required you to buy last-gen hardware to play a specific game, and I think it was Mario Party. Well, if that's true, that's insane. It couldn't require a Wiimote, I don't think. I think it does. Or really? a nunchuck, or it something. Might, it totally <laughs> might. It, it definitely did require a Wiimote. Oh, okay. Well, then that's we what go. Josh okay. was talking about. Yeah, not wow. n- you said nunchuck first. Oh, but, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. It was was there really a difference between the Wii and Wii U other than the gamepad? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but yeah, that that was why it did very poorly because a lot of people didn't know there was a difference. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll also. Uh... Next week, I'll also be able to give a little bit more Switch feedback because Yodi obviously has a Switch, and while he's here, uh, we're going to be playing a bunch of Mario Kart 8, right? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Deluxe. Yep. Yeah. Did yeah, you play so any that. yet? No. I I played four races. It is the exact same thing as the one that's one on Wii U. Yeah, right. It's, it's totally just a reissue of the game, other than they made the battle mode actually like classic mario kart battle mode um, yeah there's more of the battle mode there's a couple more characters a couple more tracks but that was all dlc for eight so that, it's not actually new the, stuff the, well, well there there is new right? characters yeah. that were not in the dlc uh, so it's just the, the maps splatoon characters that were not on the wii u yeah gotcha. and they added they added like a couple other ones but i don't know what they are but yeah it it is essentially mario kart 8 including all dlc the newest thing is a couple characters in the battle mode. It's a good and game. The Amazing the, yeah, game. Yeah, Mario Kart Mario Kart 8 is fucking incredible. Oh, it's so, so if, good. Yeah, but, if you if you have a Switch and didn't play Mario Kart 8, you should absolutely get this game because it's really good. Well, I've even I considered rebuying it. Cuz I didn't own I didn't own it on the Wii U. I got when I got my Wii U, it was the one that came with Mario Kart, so gotcha. I didn't I didn't technically have to buy it, which is sort of why I've been thinking I should just get it on Switch because I never really paid for it, but I don't I wanna know how the online works. Like I that's kinda what I'm waiting for you, Cody, to see. Be the guinea pig. Like, yeah. I've I heard it kinda works. Well the the whole thing that is not established with the Switch yet is playing with your friends online. And voice chat, right? And voice and yeah. all of that stuff. Like uh, you can connect to other players and do random matchmaking, but how do you play with your friends? Because I think playing... I I heard that you just have to use friend code stuff. Well, I guess I guess what I'm like. How does voice chat? How does voice chat work then? Oh, it too? doesn't exist it, yet. Like exactly. So that that's the stuff I'm like waiting for. You know, before I like really get any of these again on Switch, but. Like playing Mario Kart 8 on Wii U with a friend was a was a disaster. It was a disaster. You could only play with two people total on your Wii U if you're playing online. First of all, mm-hmm. that's fucking dumb. 
and then <laughs> and then once you connect to that person if you want to play with a friend the only way to chat with them was in the lobby not while you're playing the game not while you're racing that makes sense so you can't shit talk <laughs> while you're racing or any of that <laughs> stupid it uh, well that's the same way it worked such... for smash I know. Oh, I know. That was Wii U in general. Like, the the fact that those games even had lobby chat was incredible. <laughs> because <laughs> That's because Splatoon, you couldn't, you couldn't talk at all. There was no talking. And you couldn't even play on the same team. <laughs> really? Nope. That's weird. Yeah, they're, Nintendo's so dumb. They're so dumb. But, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Alex, have you played Mario Kart 8 ever? Nope. Never seen it. Never even oh, seen it. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very it is, excited. It is really good. Yeah. yeah. Did you bring your dock down too, Cody? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty small. It's an easy enough thing yeah. to transport. Yeah. So, cool. and, and I'll get to see Zelda, which is... Oh, awesome. nice. Yeah, um, that's awesome, what, actually. A friend and listener, uh, Chris, a.k.a. Clib, um, he... I just wanted to pass this along to you, Nick. He said it's the best game he's ever played. <laughs> Zelda? He has, like... 150 hours in it or something he just thinks it's amazing the best it's thing really ever. good it, it is and really he good said, I was like, like dude that's high praise like i like i said i feel bad like barely ever talking about it because it's i'm i don't want to spoil anything like literally anything like even any encounters or mechanics or anything like it's it's something that i want Everybody who experienced for the first time themselves. Yep. Like, yeah, it's like that island that we found last time when we were even, playing. Eventide or Eventide or however yeah. you oh. say it. Like, that was really cool. That was awesome. That was, Cody knows what's up. That was the best part of the game. <laughs> yeah, like, the best part. <laughs> it, no, I'm not kidding. I I think I had more fun doing the Eventide Island thing than I did at any other point in the game. I want to talk about that so bad, but we can't. I feel like so. it was pretty short. It was pretty short. Yeah, it was pretty short. It was fun. Don't get me wrong, I loved it, it was great. Can't go into detail, yeah. which is what sucks. Because, like, if you're playing this game, you you need to go into it not knowing what is going to happen. And, and like, that, that's all I can say. So, but, but I guess on Zelda, I had my first experience a couple days ago where I actually got really fucking pissed off at that game. And really? It was, and it was because of... Everything compounding at one time. Controls, camera, the combat, all Anything of that, that stuff. could have gone wrong went wrong all at the same time. Yeah, it was it was just real bad. Like, um I, I was doing one of the divine beasts, which are the temp the temples in quotes that are a little bit more long form. I was doing the uh the camel, Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can maybe give some insight here, but the way those work is like you just they're basically like long form shrines. You just have to figure out puzzles in them, activate certain things, and then you fight a boss at the very end, which the shrines do not have bosses. Some of them have bosses, I guess, but little baby mini ones. Little baby bosses, yeah. So like the all of the divine beasts are like the main quest line stuff. There's only four of them. And at the end of each of them you fight a boss, like a typical classic Zelda boss. The one in the camel really really made me mad like it it was i died a bunch of times it was it was me like it was actually me not knowing exactly how to react with the controller 
Like, I would be like, oh shit, like, I lost my weapon. I don't know what to do. I have to do this whole stupid fucking... I hate that feeling. I have to in do this any whole... Game. Dumb invent like it's it's when it started to it's when you start to realize like the inventory in that game and switching weapons and and armor and shields and all that stuff is very like imperfect unintuitive like it's it's really not good it only works ninety nine percent of the time so like this one percent <laughs> where I was fighting this boss that did electric damage. And when you get hit by electricity, you drop your weapon and you drop your shield and you have to pick them up again. And then you have to re-equip whatever you want to use in the middle of fighting something. That sucks. And You had to re-equip it just, them? It, well, it depends, I guess, Cody. So, like, if, if let's say if I was in a situation where, oh, I got hit by electricity, but I panic and equip another weapon... When I go to pick up my weapon that I lost, then I have back. to go back and re-equip that, you know? Do you so do you use the hotkey controls that are underneath the uh, the left joystick? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Okay. Oh yeah, I don't go into the menu every time. That's but, what I but thought I guess, you were saying, and I was very confused. <laughs> no. And, and and even then the hot the, the quick equip menu, which you use with like the D-pad or whatever. Even then, that's in real time. That's while you're basically being attacked, right? Or do, no, it's not in real time. Is no, it, it, it pauses it. It pauses the game. Either way, it's just this other thing you have to fucking think about. So, like, as soon as you get attacked and you lose your shit, maybe you equip something. Oh, wait, that's not what I want to use. I'm using, like, a really low-level weapon now. Now I have to re-equip the thing I was just using. And it was... This boss was such a fucking pain in the ass. And And, like, it did this... It did this like teleporting around thing where where you could be like Z targeted on it, you know, classic Zelda target. You always strafe around it. It's like Dark Souls and Souls. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you could do that, but this specific boss had this thing where it would dart around the screen and then it would appear right in front of you, and you totally did not have enough time to react to that, basically ever. And it would just it was always a hit I had to take. Like, almost Get every good. time this... <laughs> well, that's what I wanted you to <laughs> chime in on, Cody. Like, did you have problems with this boss um, at all? I think I had to use more food on that boss than I'd used on any other ones. Yeah, right. Be but So that's kind of what I'm saying, because you were getting hit all the time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and that's... That's bullshit. Like, that, that's what I don't like. Like, you had you had to take that hit. You just had to. And then you had to go into the menu and eat a meal. And then, oh, did my shit get unequipped? Maybe let's make sure I have a weapon equipped. Or I go to attack and Link just goes, ooh, there's nothing in my fucking hand. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it made me so, so mad. And it took me it took me a lot of tries. The time that I beat it, though, I destroyed it. But it was, after it, so many, it was after so many attempts of, like, learning it. And we have praised Dark Souls for this in the past, right? It did not feel like that. It didn't feel satisfying or like it was punishing but fair. Yeah. It it just felt cheap. Yeah. And it and it felt like it felt like I was constantly having to fight the game itself and not the boss. And, and, and instead like, of feeling that immense feeling of satisfaction, oh, I'm awesome, I just killed this boss, it's just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I was like, thankfully I don't have to fucking do this yeah, again. Yeah. That that was all I was thinking. Like, I'm so glad I don't have to do this again. 
I wasn't there. I didn't have like... that problem. I had interesting more food, but it was it like any other boss fight. You so you didn't have to redo it a bunch of times, just like once. I don't. I didn't die a lot playing Zelda. I didn't when it first when I first started. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. No, I'm just really good. <laughs> yeah. No, whatever. You can't the... play the Souls games though. <laughs> eh, whatever. Um. Not taking oh. that bait. Yeah, no, they're just not good games. Uh, no, I found out... I mean, the the real secret to Zelda is have as much plus hearts food as you can have in your inventory. Yeah, and I, I've actually heard that from another friend, too. Like, and I don't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. that that's... I understand that's a totally valid way to do it, and I, I need to actually re-up on those items that just increase your hearts all the time. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to do that or like plan for that all the time. That, you that, know, I, I love that. That that is a a marquee Nick phrase. Shouldn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah, like that. The the game. Like let's say let's say I did the camel first. Like I get that the game gates things invisibly. Like you you get into this thing and it's like this is way too hard and I shouldn't be here. But. I did this as my third Divine Beast after playing for, like, 40-some hours, and it was still a pain in the ass. Well, all the bosses, I think from my understanding of the -the behind-the-scenes mechanics, it's the enemies are spawning based, A, on how many shrines you've done, and B, to what scale the weapons that you're carrying are. So like The bosses or the enemies? I think bosses, too. Because, I mean, like, if you're going to the boss first and you haven't gotten to the point where you have weapons that do 50 plus damage the bosses still have to be scaled that they can be beaten with lower level weapons well that that's what i'm saying is i actually thought there were there were like significant portions of this game where that wasn't true like i thought it did do some sort of like it's not necessarily scaling but i'm probably wrong because people can speed run the game in under an hour and beat ganon from the very beginning so yeah, you're probably right. Well, I mean, it's also it's also true to the enemies that are out in the random camps. When you start out, the Bakoblins or whatever, they're you only see the red ones. As the game goes on and on, you start seeing more blue and white and zebra stripe ones that have more and more HP. See, that's not true. Because I I totally came across blue ones and the gray whitish ones super early in the game. Like I I just happened to get into an area where they were there. Mm-hmm. So, and well, and it was... the With what I was going to say, though, is that as the game goes on, the areas that were early that had those enemies, those all got replaced by stronger ones. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm... I guess that's what I'm saying at the very... Like, let's say the very beginning of the game just got off the plateau. Mm-hmm. First hour or two. I could encounter those high-level enemies. Then True. just kill him. <laughs> that's I'm just that's the point I'm trying to make is that there's this like it may scale but it may not I don't know either way it was a little unfortunate that there was like this one negative of the game because it's an amazing game but that's it like I haven't had any problems other than that and you know I'm sure it had to happen at some point but it was Plus just like all forty hours. Like yeah, said. right. Like it's I I might even have 50 at this point. I don't even know what my playtime really is. But How many temples do you have now? 
That's three out of four. Out of four. So Which, you're near. You're near. I think. I think I'm at the point where I'm just gonna like maybe finish the game. Like I, I Cody, you and I talked about this where like you hit that point where like okay, I'm I'm good. You've I'm seen just it gonna, all. I'm gonna mm-hmm. beat it. Yeah, and and I think I'm maybe getting close to that. And I haven't done near as much as I thought I would by this point. Like, I've done, like, maybe 60 shrines. You haven't gotten your 900 Korok seeds yet? <laughs> well, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've but, gotten uh, 60 shrines, you got half of them. Yeah, and, and that's fine. I feel I feel okay with that. And and I, I keep going back and forth, like, maybe I should just beat this game, or do I just want to keep picking it up and playing it for, like, an hour at a time or so? Because I really do like that. I, I really like using Zelda as this thing that I just... Oh, I have, like, 20 minutes to kill. I'm going to pick it and up and, and just if you, run... If you keep it in an unbeaten status, you'll always feel like you can come back to it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yes, I like exactly. It. So that that is to be determined. I don't know when I will finish that game. It will be this year, <laughs> for sure. you got to make sure you can get it on your list. Yeah, well, I mean, right now that's a very early front runner for my game of the year. Oh like, wow! Is even even just complaining about it right then? Like I said, I don't ever talk about. It. I never talk about it because yeah. what am I going to tell you? I'm just going to spoil things for you if I tell you anything. Mm-hmm. So we already we already know what my game of the year is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So th- that's no surprise to anybody. So I have to ask then. You said front runner for game of the year. Yeah. Where do you think Nier is going to show up in that? Nier is going to be pretty up there. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I I really really like Nier. I started it this morning. Yeah. It's like tell me your early It's like thoughts. every it's like everything I want in a game there's a checkbox next to and this game checks it. <laughs> okay. It, it's it's like I love the style. It plays like a platinum game that I want to play plays. Mm-hmm. Like a good hack and like slash. Like a good hack and slash. Yeah. Totally interested in what's going on. Um, okay, the yeah. short amount of time I've played, I, I like the characters. It, you know, I don't see that really changing much the further I play. Um, it's interesting you like them this early. Yeah, I just I like the idea of the characters. I guess I should say. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like that it's a shmup at some point. Yeah, I know like, it's that really is cool. Fucking great. Yeah, it's really cool. And I cool. love shmups. I, it's, shoot it's like, shoot them up. We've discussed that before. <laughs> it's like, mean, thank what, you, what if it's a thanks, bro- Nick? What if it's a brand new listener? <laughs> Well, then this is probably or, the last, what if this it, is probably the last time, first and what last. What if it's Kaylee and he turns off the podcast now? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just like every everything I want. It's just check mark done. Check mark. Oh, here it is again. And it's that first that first hour too. It's like I felt like I did like ten different things in a game. That that first opening area. Yeah. It really lays out everything that you're going to do going forward in the first playthrough. Mm-hmm very well it's like a vertical slice in in the game itself which is interesting so this is what i want to hear then is you're on your second playthrough yeah pretty how deep is into that? it now um it's really cool it, it's really cool how it makes you like when it first starts it's different immediately the second playthrough. the second playthrough okay. when when it when you first start the second playthrough you're like okay this is off to a totally different start already and i'm glad i'm not rehashing things and then you start to redo things you've already done. And a lot of things you've already redone. Which is what I heard. That's what the second playthrough is. Yeah. It's the first playthrough from a different perspective. Yeah. And, and a very minor perspective because you play as 9S. Your, your mm-hmm. co-op partner person. The boy. 
But there's a little twist with him that's really cool, and it makes it go faster. So, like, I was telling Josh, it took me took me probably 12 hours to get through the first playthrough of Nier. This is Nier Automata. Without doing all the side quests. Without doing all of the side... But doing some of them. Okay. Um, took me, like, 12 hours. Then, on the second playthrough, I'm way... I'm past the halfway point now with, like, four hours or something. Okay. And I've been doing a lot of side, all the side quests cleanup now. And the thing that I really like that this game does is technically, technically you're replaying the game as if you didn't play it before, but it, it takes account of what you've done before. So like you carry over your level, your equipment, your items, all of that stuff. It carries over the side quests that you've completed or partially completed. Which I thought was really weird. That's a nice little Like, touch. you didn't have to... Well, some of them you don't have to restart from the beginning, and others you do have to restart from the beginning. So it's... A, there's... I don't know why how that works, but... It's really nice, because then on this second playthrough, everything is so much faster. And it's for something I don't want to tell you why. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to tell ask. you why yet, but... I'll get there soon enough. Yeah. So, having that little thing that makes it move a lot faster is nice because there are many times where I'm playing the second playthrough thinking, oh, I have to do this again. Oh, I have to do this again. I already saw all of this. I have to do all of this again. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I have to fight that boss again. I have to fight all of these bosses again. I have to go to this same area again and whatever. It keeps... It does this other in-between thing where it'll keep these fast travel locations that you've already found available, but you have to re-unlock fast travel... And then it'll show some on the map that you can't get to because you're not at that point in the story yet in the second playthrough. I'm really confused right now okay. as to whether you're complaining or praising. I don't like that. Okay. That happens I, I don't, occasionally. I don't, yeah, right. I, I, don't like that, I don't like that it does this thing where it acknowledges you already played it and it takes account of things you've already completed. But then it chooses random, not randomly, but certain things that were a pain in the first playthrough. That you have to do again in the second playthrough. Like, I get it, but come on. You know, like, come on. Just keep every, just make everything open from the very beginning. You know, like, there, there's, there's nothing to hide anymore. Yeah, like, that's an you, opportunity to get rid of that stuff, if anything. Mm -hmm. and, and it does, for the most part. It gets rid of most of that stuff, but then it just picks and chooses. Well, it can't like, get rid of all of it. And that and it this could. is the point it, it of the could second get rid of, It could do that, though. So, like, the, the fast travel stuff, absolutely it could open them all up at one time. I'm telling you, it could do that. Maybe one of them, it could say, no, you can't. Maybe the point at which where you have to get to and re-unlock fast travel, okay. You know, okay, we'll, we'll redo that. That's fine. But once you get that ability again, everything should be open. Absolutely everything. And and that's just a silly choice, I think. I just don't like you talking negatively about this game in any regard. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, maybe maybe when you get through more of it, well, you and I can talk more we about will. some we negatives. Will. But yeah. like, absolutely loving the second playthrough. Some of the side quests get even more interesting. There, it unlocks it it unlocks a couple side quests that were only available with nine S, okay. I believe. Um, there were a couple that I just didn't do on my first playthrough that were, like, real cool after doing them this time. Like, I really enjoyed how it was so, done. 
comparatively, how are these side quests compared to Andromeda side quests? Oh, a lot better. A, mil- a million times yeah, better. Okay. One one hundred million times. I just, I just wanted to get. I just wanted <laughs> to quite a fact. One negative. <laughs> that's point a, that's a large order of episode. magnitude. I, there's yeah. There's nothing redeeming okay, really about Mass Effect. Back to near then. Yeah. I, you tell me. I I can't really talk much anymore. I, and I'm not super far into it. I'm on the. And I feel I don't know what I should and shouldn't say too because I feel like a lot of things in that game are are meant to be a surprise to an extent. I don't know. Not really. Like, well, like story-wise, no. All right, here here here's an example. Like the first playthrough the, either. or like the the first hour. The oh, game the yeah, game starts that. you're in a you're in a, a top-down shoot 'em up ship. Yeah. Like I had no idea that's how that game started and I loved being thrown into that. Did I not say this last episode? I don't recall. I thought I thought we talked like, about Like I knew that. there were sections I don't remember like that. that but you don't start the game. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck either. you, Cody. Um, you can you can I, hear it when you're editing. And <laughs> just f you, just for just for good measure. I was really surprised when you didn't start the game playing it as a hack and slash. Is what I was getting at. Yeah. So the the demo that this game started as is that opening area, but they cut out the shoot 'em up part. Yeah. Which then when you start it new as like the full retail game, yeah, you're you're in a top down spaceship type thing shooting shit flying in the air. And, but you get to see that as you go through where it'll do with this forced perspective of side scrolling or top down. It's, it's more focused on the shooting versus the hack and slash. It does all of that throughout the entire game for the most part. Yeah. I've noticed in the first hour though, you know, you'll be running sideways at some points. It'll be top down. Yeah. And it, and it'll do that the whole game for the most part. And it's, I like it's really cool. I like that from a design standpoint. Too, it's crazy. It, it doesn't like it. Your normal hack and slash, it's always, for the most part, like an over the so- over the shoulder or like a certain perspective. And this and this environment is set to be played that one way. That's it. But this game uses multiple camera perspectives mm-hmm. to use this one environment in a bunch of different ways, and that's really impressive. And again, I'm super early, but it hasn't gotten annoying. Like I really like that idea. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's nice because you might get tired of the hack and slash stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, well, no, now we're going to force this perspective and it's more like a side scroller and you are you should maybe focus on shooting more than attacking or whatever you want to do. Like it, that little, that little touch goes a really long way, especially um, later on, especially later on. Yeah. And uh, one last thing for Nier is what you mentioned last week with the, uh, your index and your middle finger. Yeah. Are you making use of that? Yes. So, Already this early? Well, did you did you change your control scheme at all? Of course not. Okay, so <laughs> you're you're fucking crazy. No, listen. So right now you have you have R one is dodge, right? No, the trigger, the trigger is dodge. Oh, is it? Trigger is dodge by default. Okay, then never mind. Um, wait. <laughs> Even he yes. can't keep it straight. Yes. Trigger is yes. def- no, because I went back and forth a couple times. So I thought it would be it would be easier to dodge with R one. Why don't you just play the game that they tell you to play? Like how they play. know better than we do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not arguing because we we've had this conversation with games like Skyrim and the Bethesda games. Yeah, and, how and button mapping is really fucking cool, and it's kind of the same thing. Like it it gives you your never. own ability to choose how to play. <laughs> Nick. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Wait, to, 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 to paraphrase Nick's, uh, wow, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving past that, yes, I am using both fingers. 
Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and I'm it's interesting you're doing that already cuz like the like I said the one thing that it was really apparent was when you're doing one-on-one super high health enemy where you always want to be shooting, never take your finger off mm-hmm. the the right bumper and then do all of the other stuff. Like yeah. it's it's Well, it, it just like with any hack and slash game too, evading at a certain moment gets you a boost for your next attack. Yeah, and it's really forgiving in yes. this one. Yeah. Which is why I'm I'm already doing all that evading. Yeah. Um and I did want to mention that I absolutely loved the whole idea of the first boss. What it was. Yeah, it was And cool. then how you kill it. You didn't play the demo, did you? I played I didn't play up to the final fight of that first okay, boss. Okay, because I was Yeah. Because you would have known all of that happened. No, like, I didn't play all... I didn't play the final fight of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, near near is a sweet game, and like for more reasons than just the gameplay. Like I really like, at this point, I really like the characters, and I really like the world, and how and how it constantly gives you info, constantly. Like that's what I was saying with the side with doing side quests. Like it's just flavor. It just enhances what is happening, who these people are, what what has or is going to happen. Like, it's really, really well done. Um, you, sh- you should play this game. Like, don't don't sleep on it, basically. Just because the, the thing I don't like, and something I was trying to wonder or, like, think about. I was, like, I was trying to wonder. Trying this. to wonder. Like, well, where does it come from? Like, why, like, the whole Japanese thing with, like, young kids? You know, like, it's weird. Like, it's, it's weird that you're playing as, like, not teenage kids really they're like pre-teens mm-hmm. you know like 9s looks like it's like 13 or 14 th- okay just barely teenagers yeah. basically but like that is weird to me that has always been weird you know to what? me it... and throughout this game it continues to be weird to me so like it's i don't know that's my one little that hang up with makes like, me Japanese. think of snow in final fantasy 13 well but wasn't snow you mean hope Thank you, snow God. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. Meant I was hope. gonna say because snow, snow was like an adult man. Yeah, but hope was, skull hope was like a little kid. Yeah, and I just—it's weird that they're like little kids and like why? Why did the humans make androids as little kids? It's the, the, like the timing it's really. Odd. I mean, the timing for this is hysterical because I'm watching Evangelion right now. Exactly, which is all about. But, but that's kids. different. That's different, though. Cody, I was just going to say, just watch anime, any character well, that's in that show as a kid. I know, and I have watched a lot of anime. I know. I know. I know. But it's just... You're just saying it's weird. <laughs> it is still weird. Like, that That still weirds me out all the time, because in Nier, you're running around dealing with the human... You haven't got there yet. Dealing with the human resistance. Not, not even human. They're still androids. I fucked that up. They're still androids, the resistance. It's the people that are the androids that are stationed on Earth all the time, fighting the machines. They're also androids. What are they called? Like Yor Yora or something? You are your Yorha. Yorha. Two B and Nine S and all the the bunker up in Yorha. space and what you didn't see that yet. I'm in there. I guess. Oh, you're That's there at the bunker? There, okay. Yorha yeah. is like the elite soldiers, the elite androids. And Everybody in the resistance is like a adult human oriented android, but Yorha is a bunch of preteens. Why? <laughs> Maybe playthrough three will explain it. Maybe it will. <laughs> just for you. It's just that's a dumb hang up, I know, but it's it free it 
freaks me out. So a from a from sometimes. a PlayStation perspective, has this been their best launch this year? For you personally, uh, Horizon's a better game. You think so? Yeah. Oh. I, I from I, all of the discussions, I did. I wasn't taking that away from this. I thought no, Mike I th- was going to say the opposite. No, I, I think I think Horizon's a better game. I think um, maybe I'll play that. I next. think I think Neo is mechanically more interesting. Totally. Huh. Yeah. But um. But still a strong. But oh, strong, strong title, strong game. Yeah. I mean, I'm playing the PC version, but oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to play more. I, mean, I can't I'm, wait to I'm love. It. I can't I wait to play more it. either. Like yeah. I, I played the shit out of that today, actually. So I forget. Yeah, I'll probably. I need to get around to Horizon, so that might be the next. You should definitely play Horizon. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll skip Prey for now and play Horizon. <laughs> I would highly suggest you do but that. You know what else comes out soon? The, the Surge. Surge. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Hopefully that doesn't. It's probably gonna be whatever. It's probably gonna be like Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. Oh well. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've just been playing Witness again. Still playing that. I'm like 200 and some odd puzzles in. I think I'm five lasers deep. So, yeah, so you could technically finish it. I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't want to yet, though. Um, yeah, nothing really else to say about. Yeah, the Witness. we talked a lot last Absol- week. Still, absolutely love it. Yeah, the Witness is sweet, worth playing. The some of these Tetramino puzzles are fucking. I I they're fucked up. I. <laughs> I have my little notebook next to me where I draw out a puzzle. Have you been using Snapchat? Yes, all the time. I use Snapchat all the time. Yeah, it's great. And it's just, I I just, it's just constantly in my head. I can't get, I can't get these puzzles out of my head. The ones that I can't get past. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Fucking witness. It's a, it's a cool game. Fuck you, Jonathan Blow. (laughs) (laughs) AKA, thank you. Thank thank you. Fuck, thank you. Um, thank, thank, fuck you. I was yeah, yeah that we, was better. We're just going, we're going a little off the okay. rails here. Uh, we're going well, down. We're going down the tubes. How much? How much longer do we want to go? I don't really have a couple I, news items. And, and I, I have one last thing. I got to show Yodi a little bit of love. Yeah. While while he's here this weekend, because he's grown oh, up on the podcast. I know where this is going. <laughs> yep. I I participated in my first D and D session. Yeah, a mini session. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can explain how that works, but uh, I loved it. What what was it like an hour and a half? Hour and a half. Hour and a half ish. Uh, I felt like I was playing Oblivion, which is yeah. right in my sweet spot. Like, well, exactly what I like. You, it's beyond open ended. Yeah, you know, like that. That's what's really cool. Yeah. One of the the things that I always sort of wondered about it, uh, what that I didn't understand was the quantitative aspect. Like, how do you quantify what happens? And it's there, there's Dice. a one word answer to that. Dice. Dice. And I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. well, now that it makes sense to me, I, I love it. I think it's great. I think I think we mentioned it last time Cody was on. Like, role-playing video games are heavily, heavily inspired by Dungeons totally. & Dragons. Totally. That's, that's why I was like, oh, I'm thinking about Oblivion, because it's Dungeons & Dragons. Well, like, and, and also, like, straight-up gameplay systems are based on attributes. dice rolls. Yeah, yeah like and, and attributes dice rolls and, and back and all that the scene stuff. calculations. Yep. It's yep. just statistics. yeah, it's statistics on dice rolls. Yep. Like so many mm-hmm. role playing games are based on that. Yeah. What so, side die do you use? Is there's a normal a one? Bunch for different uh, Cody, go ahead. Explain yeah. this. In D D, the dice that you use if you want to do anything ever is a D twenty. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that. I was a high roller, by the way. You did. I was roll rolling. Significantly I was well. killing it. 
That's a high roller. <laughs> um, but then there are different dice to quantify based off like what you're trying to do. Like if you're trying to stab someone with a dagger, it's less damage, so it's a, a four-sided die. If you're hitting someone with a great axe, it's a 12-sided die. So you have a much better chance of going on the big end of the scale. So when would you use, like, one of those hundred-sided die I see every once in a while? Or, like, super, super high? 20 is pretty high. I've seen really high ones. Really? The, the dice that I have, or in most situations you have, is a 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 20. D12. And then M&M. you carry... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you carry two d10s, and you can roll them simultaneously for percentile. Essentially, one of them represents the tens column, one represents the ones column. So that is a one hundred sided chance. Okay, okay. Or you can. So when would when would you do that? Um, so in my own game at home, uh, they were going through a teleportation circle that didn't really (laughs) work, and I had like. 40 different outcomes and I had them just roll a d100 so like 1 through 3 put them here 4 through 6 put them here and I had just had that all written down do you do you have one of those fancy die rollers that you drop the die in and it shoots it out no I'm um no <laughs> <laughs> you do have some fancy stuff he though. does it, it, it's yeah. legit I mean he had everything ready to go ready to roll no I'm not intended had to do that Every so <laughs> often, I like to browse Kickstarter, and I feel like I see those all the time. Like, people oh, making, yeah. like, the, the carrying dice rollers. I'm just, mm. Yeah, one ask. of the big ones, I think, is called Wormwood or something. But, yeah, they make dice carriers, uh, towers. Uh, yeah. See, I kind of know what I'm talking about. I'm not that crazy. Something, I guess, I don't know if you've noticed in Nier. Have you noticed? Have you looked at your weapon stats? And and your weapon has a story. Ba- yeah, that's re- I love it's, that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, Dark Souls. Y- yes. <laughs> Souls did it first. Destiny's is better. Fuck off. But uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you did you look at your stats? Yes. And there. Do you know how it gives you a? And this is basically any role playing game ever, but just recent in your mind. Like, it gives you a range of damage. Yes. That's a dice roll. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. That that stuff is. One hundred percent. That's one hundred percent from dra- uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And, like and that's where all of that. Isn't that what Dragon from. Age always has for weapons? A range. Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like literally, probably ninety nine percent of role playing games where you equip weapons, like they'll give you a damage range. And if you think about it like that, like a heavy weapon, you're going to use this die in D and D, or a a thief is going to use this lower ended die. Yeah. You know, it's, and a, a crit hit is essentially rolling a die. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you get the highest you can yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Souls does not do that. It's extremely precise. Yeah, Souls is very precise. It's totally actually. set, except a critical. Might you might the have criti- a... the critical stuff is still yeah, but still it's totally goal, set. I think. It's yeah. just extremely Zelda's like that too, right? Finite math. No, Zelda gives you ranges. Oh, sometimes. it does. I thought yeah. it was just like one number. Some some of the weapons have damage ranges. Yeah. Yeah. So D and D, good. Yeah, good I did for you. I, I it it's still it still was relevant. It, it's relevant, and and it's also. I mean, I think all of you would agree with me on this. Somebody who knows nothing about it on the outside would just think it's really nerdy shit. You know what I mean? Or like they might even look at it condescendingly. And I would say, 
expand your mind a little bit. It's it's pretty cool. It's Are you listening to a video game podcast right now? D&D cast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, this is the nerdiest of nerd stuff. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'd say I'd say it's on par with like magic. Magic? Yeah. D&D? No, maybe not. Never mind. I mean, I, well, whole different yeah. nerd. It's a different thing. Anyways, I mean, news. Ma- magic's real cool. I actually kind of that's the one card game I really regret never getting into. The only the only reason I brought up magic is I just read some article about a card getting um getting like a what do you whenever you take something back? Uh shit. Like it's not allowed to be used anymore. I'm letting you struggle. Yeah, here. it's not yeah. allowed to be used anymore. It's like one of the first times that it's happened in a really long time in the game in magic. Yeah, I actually can't think of a good word either, yeah. but I know what you're talking okay. about. And? Yeah. I mean that ha- Pokémon's horrible like when, whenever i was um really following pokemon and then fell out of it and then got back into it in college like the way they do what is considered like allowed in quotes or like it's accepted currently it's it's that it's the stuff that you have to go buy today or like within the last month or so and they change that constantly so like you have to be constantly buying booster packs and whatever otherwise you're not official like you're not tournament official level. Well, that's magic and i'm pretty sure magic magic has been doing that for like what 30 years yeah, <laughs> yeah. so did yeah. you know hearthstone does that too no i didn't yeah hearthstone does that with i every... didn't think any of the digital stuff yeah would with do a... that. In, in hearthstone there's a standard play and then there's wild play now so I... standard doesn't let you use certain cards Yes, standard is yeah. whatever the current acceptable card decks it, are. I mean, it has to happen. Like, that that just has to happen. I understand why that you, happens. You probably haven't played since they made that change. No, yeah. no, I haven't. But, I like, I get the whole thing with the physical card games. Like, it's to make money, but also to keep the game interesting. Digitally, I get how people can fall off a lot easier after not spending as much money. So, like, they got to keep it fresh and, like want people to play with the new stuff and whatever well, like the, i get it the other thing with that is that it also makes balancing the game way easier yes because you can keep adding in new mechanics that yes compounding with old cards are super fucking broken exactly yeah so when i was playing pokemon uh, the the guy my roommate in college that i played with all the time I'd destroy him because I had all of my old cards and we would play wild in quotes mm-hmm. to use the Hearthstone thing. I would have some really, really ridiculously unfair old cards that you could stack with like new stuff. And it was just, it was garbage. I would never lose. And it like, it just. Did you feel bad about try- it? No, it was great. <laughs> it, it was great because it was just, it was fun building decks having like that super big range of cards, you know? Yeah. But I. I get it. You should have been yeah. playing the better card game at that time. Oh, what? <laughs> Are you going to say Digimon? Because Digimon wasn't a card battler. Did you know that? That's why it was it sucks. a card collectible. It was game, a card collectible yeah. game. You couldn't Ugh. battle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fucking stupid. I just yeah. wanted, it, I just felt the need to bring di- up Digimon again. Digimon is becoming a, a new tired two v one joke now. It is a tired joke. <laughs> jo- it, was, it was a better. It, it was a better show. Uh, it was a better show. Thank you. Thank you. That's really all <laughs> I wanted to hear. That is all Josh, I wanted mark to hear. Your calendar, never said dude. the Pokemon show was better. That's I'm good with that. I can move on Dig- from Digimon. Digimon was a weird, dark as hell cartoon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now let's get to news. Okay. Well, I want a good news. Do, or do we want to get into news? We're like almost. It'll now. take us five minutes. There's like a couple okay. of things. 
All right, uh, Call of Duty World World War II. I can't talk. World World War II. Take it away, because I don't care about. How exciting! That's news. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's another COD game. Whatever. Um, World War II. I deal with going back to World War II. I guess. Quite honestly, the trailer is kind of cool. Didn't watch it. It really feels like (laughs) a Band of Brothers video game. Um, and Band of Brothers is fucking great. And I'm sure I'll play this campaign. Uh, I will say, I guess over time the stories have become more intricate and involved. And so taking the modern day storytelling and putting it back on the World War II that we missed out in, for example, Call of Duty 2, eh, might be cool. Call That's of a Duty. good point. The, the point, uh, the, the most salient point I heard about this announcement was that all of us are old enough to remember when these games were in World War Two, when they were doing stuff like this, when Medal of Honor came out, uh, Frontal Assault or whatever the four hundred times it was like whatever the first one was, yeah. But like we are old enough to remember when World War Two was common. I see where you're going with this. I never thought new thirteen year old kids. It has it's a brand new market. In a long time. So now there's a new market of kids that are playing Call of Duty that are like, oh, I never played a World War II Call of Duty. And, so and they're coming fresh off the go. heels of Battlefield 1. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, that's something not to lose sight of. But but also Call of Duty. Yeah, but also Call of Duty. <laughs> and also, you know, here's, that's a big, important war. But... Holy shit, I have no I want to mention something with Call of Duty real quick. <laughs> is we, 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 and we, and I feel like sometimes a lot of other people talk shit about Call of Duty. I think Call of Duties are good games. They are good games. It's the community built around Call of Duty that I hate. It's never been the community for me. I just don't like the community. I don't like, I, I haven't liked always, the multi for a long time. But I, in I the multi, I don't the like single. the multi. Yeah, but no, the but, singles are good. But all sure. in all, they're, I mean, they're good games. Alex they're has always games. said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally um, on board. I made one other note for this announcement, too, which I think is kind of cool. Um, r- very minor thing, but they're, they're going back to not having regen, regen health. Which, I can't remember a first-person shooter that hasn't been regenerative health in a while. Not counting Doom. Something recent was. No, why aren't you counting Doom? Because <laughs> Doom's its own little thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, Doom's its own little thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Call of Duty. I think uh, they're showing their first multiplayer reveal at E3. Uh, yeah, and I forget which one is developing this one. This is the Advanced Warfare people. Um, Sledgehammer? Sledgehammer? Yeah, Sledgehammer. I don't... It doesn't mean yeah. anything to me, but it may to you, listener. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, moving on. Something kind of big. It's, it's A we- little bit. It's it, weird. It is weird. Uh, the Nintendo announced another DS. The, yeah. What? The 2DS. 2DS XL. Yeah, XL. Oh, God. Sure. I'm so sick of these naming conventions. I well, kind of well, like this. It's not that, Alex. Yeah, and, and it, this is probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, here's a great way to grab anybody who's never bought a DS over, like, 10 years. Don't have to worry about the 3D. It's up to snuff on the level of the new, in quotes, 3DS. It, is it a has clamshell. the best hardware. And it plays yeah, 3DS. Games. It's then. a clamshell and it plays 3DS games. That's cool. And best part, it's $150. Very cheap. Yeah. Very so this good play by Nintendo with yes. how big Switch is, people are going to think Nintendo products 
and they're just they might go pick this one up too. It's also it's also like, hey, here's this unbelievably vast library of games that I can't play literally on anything else. And $150, okay. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's, like it's no that's sweet. Yeah, it's it's an interesting call. It's probably the it almost has to be the final DS. The last one we'll ever we, see. We keep we keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. So Hey, so, make more NES classics, assholes. <laughs> oh, I think sales I think that thing sold two point three million. Sales figures came out for the classic. I actually think it was under like a couple hundred thousand. No, yeah, no, I thought it was, it was like, like hundred and eighty thousand. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you're way wrong. Ah, uh, you guys keep talking. I'm the, pretty the sure switch, right the on switch is up to two something million. No, the, that's the problem with the NES Classic that there was barely. Yes, yeah, I mean, NES people Classic Edition out. sold 2.3 million worldwide. That is way, way Re- higher than Alex. I'm glad you were backed me up a little bit because I, I even also if we're saw. Wrong. I yeah. also saw an unbelievably low number, and I was I like, saw it "Holy like shit!" Today. Really? I think it was in the article yeah. that I tweeted. Reggie apologized to those unable to find the system. I well, well, that's why like, shit, I saw that really low number, and I was like, <laughs> "Holy fuck!" There really were like none of those made. Like that—that that was what the first, my first exactly. thought was. Whoa! It really was way rarer than I thought it was. But yeah. uh, well, yeah. So two million. Okay, whatever. But they could have sold five, which is what makes me so mad. We talked about this before. I am on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. So I'm just saying, if they could have I'm sold more, why wouldn't they? Or make I never, more? I never cared. I, uh, the, there, there's a reason too that I heard. My, why. my, the thing is, is you could make more of literally anything. Why is anything ever limited? And and I heard, <laughs> I I heard through even other if podcasts, they don't announce it that. As being limited, it's yeah. it's Nick, just a limited thing. I got it. Nintendo managed to sell 196,000 units of the console during the month of November. Okay, that's what I saw. That, too. That's the number you and I yeah. were both thinking of. Okay, right, well maybe you guys should read your articles. A little hey, more clearly. oh 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 please. <laughs> oh, maybe you should read text messages yeah. of a, like a sentence or two. Um, yeah, but I heard I heard in passing through other podcasts that the reason they stopped these is because they want to boost the production on switches which kind of makes sense to an extent i can't talk to any of this yeah it's just what i conjecture hearsay it sure like maybe the factories that they are contracting to produce switches also would have been the same ones that do nes classics who fucking knows it's a limited item you didn't get it even if it was announced as limited you wouldn't have got it fucking get over it mm-hmm. you it. preach it <laughs> preach like, it ser- seriously like i i'm seriously i'm overhearing about it like at some point it wasn't going to get made again or anymore like at some point that was going to happen and it happened you didn't get it download the roms on your pc you got there you go this is the most fired up i've and I've, he's got his beers in him he's ready to go he's while. ready to well, fight i already well we we talked about this like last week, and remember, I remember Nick gets violent thing. after. <laughs> well, Penn State. yeah, like I just, I, do, I, I do have a past of getting violent, I guess, but yeah, that sounded really just, dark. By the way, that's tongue in cheek, everybody. Just saying. yeah, yeah. I, I, I legitimately am just tired of seeing like, oh well, what the fuck? Like, 
you know, you don't get a limited edition of a game if you happen to miss the pre-order window. Why is this different? I think, and I'm not backing it up because I do understand what you're saying, but I think it's because it, it wasn't marketed as being It didn't have that label. Why does that, but why does that matter? So the same people that were there day one, the day the stores opened, mm -hmm. the minute the stores opened, would have been there. The same okay. people would have been there. Well, I mean, and this is, might and, not and be a great same, analogy. And the same amount would have been gone. Like, that, that's my this, point. This might not be a great analogy, all right? But just try to bear with me because I can't think of a better example. Okay. Back before Mass Effect Andromeda came out, we were fucking pumped for that game. But we didn't go to a midnight launch for it. No. So what if the next day they're like, all right, this game was limited. We're not making it anymore. You can't look that. I don't think there's an analogy because, there. I mean, I, I, th it, that's a different product. But if it was, if it was, if coming out of the gate, they I were know like, this game's saying. limited. I know what you're we saying. We might only have one run of it. Would you go and be the person at that store to have it? It would depend on the game. Exactly. And there are people that wanted the NES classic, but because they didn't, they, you know, they thought, all right, I'm one of them making these. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm not trying to back it up. Nintendo but I, I, came out and said, we never said we were going to make this forever. Like, and they, I feel like I remember them saying, hey, you know, we're, we're not going to make a million, like a ton of these. A, a million's a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not going to make these forever. Like, I swear I saw that before. Like, I don't, I don't recall. And, yeah. and, and that's not saying they were like upfront about it being limited. That's not an excuse. And especially not to the wide audience. Like, the person that wants the NES Classic that never has opened a video game website in their entire lives, I'm sure there's a ton of those people. It's just... I don't know. Like, shit gets discontinued. Like, I, I don't know. I, let's stop talking about it. Okay. Yeah, let's stop talking about that, and let's stop the podcast. My phone's gonna die. We have... Uh, right, bye. <laughs> we have video games to play, all of us. You guys have to go right. play Battlegrounds. We have to play Mario Kart. Rapid Fire, PlayStation Plus this this month, Abzu and Tales from the Borderlands. I wanted to say that because Tales from the Borderlands is, I think, my favorite Telltale game. So, get that. And uh, also, Neo has DLC coming out, which is crazy. I didn't even think about that, and I maybe want to play it. How much? I might get the season. I might get the season pass. The season pass is only twenty dollars. That's actually pretty oh, yeah. cheap. cheap yeah. And I think it's going to have three pieces of, like, single-player stuff. Oh, that's legit. They're adding PvP. Yeah, that's a really cool fi idea. Finally. Um, and that's crazy. I guess so. while we're on it, Games with Gold. I purposefully didn't add Games with Gold to the list, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, Xbox won some game called Gianna Sisters. I have no idea what that is. I think it's a side-scrolling co-op I don't know. Um, yeah. Laura Croft and Temple of Osiris, which I heard people like. I think Alex played that. I played one of them. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's two. I don't know which one. It was uh, I played the older of the two. Uh, for 360, Star Wars Force Unleashed two, and Lego Star Wars Complete Saga. Yeah, only reason I didn't have it because I thought they were all unremarkable. So, yeah, fair. But um, you're unremarkable. Got him. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, the final contribution. Thank th thank you for listening. This has been the Two V One Podcast, Cody. For the millionth time, thank you for joining. Of course. Uh, Pleasure is always. <laughs> as usual, you can find us every Monday on all podcast services. Get at us at feedback at 2v1podcast.com. Questions, comments, or concerns. All social media at 2v1podcast. Something we haven't mentioned in a while, we do still have stickers available. Mm -hmm. So if you want a sticker for free, just let us know and we'll send it to you. 
and um, check out Josh and I playing Battlegrounds 2v1podcast.com the same day this posts. And uh, until then, see you next week. Let's go play some fucking Battlegrounds. <laughs> okay. Mario Let's go, let's go to the pub. Bye, guys. <laughs> Peace, guys. All right, bye.